Thanks for listening, Queen. I hope you loved today's episode as much as I loved having this conversation. If you vibed, if you got some inspiration and you resonated with today's chat, then I would love it if you could share the podcast screenshot where you're listening and tag me at the breakthrough nurse. And if you vibe, then also leaving a review would mean the absolute world. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you are up to. Hello, lovely. Welcome back to another episode of The Queen Yourself, the podcast. I have had a little break from the potty, as you are probably aware, but I'm back now and I am excited. I want to say thank you for being so patient with me. I had life happen and really, to be honest, I did not have the energy to pick this back up again And I really had to honor that. And so I'm really happy to be back and in my full energy again and back chatting to you all. To kick off, I would love for you to think about your queen moment for the day or the week so far. So what's been going well for you? What was a moment where you felt your inner power? What was a moment where you were just like, fuck yeah, I've got this and really reflect on that and feel that. My queen moment for this week would have to be going away camping with the girls and packing up and rolling up my double swag all by myself and fitting it in my car because I used to struggle with it so much. And we have an upcoming girls camping trip for two weeks. So I'm going to be doing that a lot, rolling it out and putting it back together. So I'm very happy and I feel felt really like fierce and independent. And I messaged my partner and I was like, look what I just did. And he's like, oh girl, you're a real camper now. So ah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And if you have not gotten out in nature recently, highly recommend. So good for the soul, but also so inspiring. And just laughing with your girlfriends is so fucking underrated. Like being present in the moment, having soul conversations and being dickheads and laughing is, that is therapy. So go and do that soon ASAP stat because just so good. Before we get stuck into today's juicy topic, which so many of you have requested, imposter syndrome, dealing with it, breaking through it, can't wait to dive in. I want to let you know that the final round of Untamed is coming around really, really quickly. We kick off early November. This is the last round for the year. It's an intimate transformational experience where you will experience and go through some massive, massive shifts. You'll learn how to become the queen of your mind. Who does not want that? You'll master your inner world, develop your emotional intelligence and resilience and release those old ways of being, those old beliefs that have kept you feeling stuck and feeling small and not feeling confident enough. Untamed has been coined by my beautiful past clients as the program that all nurses absolutely need to do. 
and a program that should be mandatory in the first years of nursing school. And honestly, what a difference the workforce would be if we learnt this stuff in uni. Unfortunately, we don't. And that is why I do what I do. And I'm so fucking passionate about it. So think of it really like a crash course to you being your queen self, stepping into the main character energy in your life and really learning to master your mind while navigating this crazy world of healthcare. Because we don't experience what's happening externally, we experience what's happening internally. So if we can switch up the internal world, you know, gain the tools that we need to work through things that occur in our lives, then it really does change the game. So if you want to chat further about that, I will drop the link to book your free mini session in the show notes. You can book in there. We can have a bit of a chat and dig a bit deeper as to what's coming up for you right now. And I can share with you some insights and how you can move forward through what's coming up. Okay, so imposter syndrome. It gets talked about so much, but what actually is it? So this is essentially where you feel like you're a fraud or at any moment someone is going to come and expose you in the role you're doing in your life. Some people experience this when they begin a new job role or they, you know, get a promotion or they level up in some ways. So for example, going from student to grad nurse is a really, really common example that I come across in clients. And you can experience imposter syndrome throughout your whole career. And some people actually experience this through their whole life. So it's not exclusive to you shifting uh, roles within your career. It can be experienced everywhere. I've had clients come to me who have been experiencing this for years. So they've been nursing for three, four, five, seven years and they still don't feel like, oh, I don't know enough or they feel like uh, I don't belong here or my knowledge is not val- valuable. I can't do this role and they still feel that way even though they do have the experience. So it is a really interesting phenomenon. The symptoms of imposter syndrome can show up in not trusting yourself, a lack of confidence, overthinking every interaction. So replaying conversations and action and basically second guessing yourself all the time, which is exhausting, right? Other symptoms are thinking you're not worthy. And what I see a lot of is this deep feeling of unworthiness drives this behavior of like, oh, I'll just get that post-grad certification. I'll just get that um, other certificate and then I might feel worthy. Then I might feel good enough. Then I might feel like I belong in this role. I'll tell you now, sister, that those certifications, yes, fab if you actually want to do that. But when it's driven from a place of unworthiness, of filling that deep void, you're never going to feel worthy from the accolades that you collect. It's all an internal game. Other symptoms are also beating yourself up, feeling like you don't belong no matter what. Anxiety is a byproduct of this imposter syndrome and questioning yourself constantly, questioning your whole life and really just that disconnect from 
you and your deeper self, which creates this kind of unsureness, but it also doesn't allow you to be your full authentic self and express yourself, which is so important. So yeah, it has a lot of symptoms and ways that it comes about. The way that I explain imposter syndrome to my clients, to the queens who are in my world who I have conversations with, is that it's actually where your unconscious mind is not on board with where you are. It doesn't believe that you are in the right place. Its identity is different to that which your environment requires you to be. So the subconscious mind or the unconscious, those two words I use interchangeably, makes up to 97% of your brain. So what that means is the way that you see yourself, the way that you think about yourself, the way you think about the world, your memories, your emotional patterns, your thought patterns, everything is dictated by the unconscious mind. So what happens when we're in a new environment and our identity has not caught up yet is the subconscious wants to keep us safe at all times. And so it fires off these little messages like, hang on a minute, you can't do that or you're not safe here or maybe this isn't for you because deeper down there is that part of you that wants to be safe. It wants to stay where it was or it's still clinging on to who you used to be. So to really break through imposter syndrome, we need to look at what's happening at the root cause and think about really stepping into this new identity. And this can take time and it can, of course, take work. If you want to fast track this, then I really highly recommend getting a coach who is specialized and trained in working with the unconscious. I do know a good one if you need one, Um, but it does not have to be me, anybody who can really help you uh, really quickly like shift through this because at the deeper levels, when we work with what's actually happening deep down, we can make a hell of a lot of change as opposed to just thinking we can push through and write it out with that conscious brain part of us that, you know, three to 5% that's like trying to do the positive thinking and trying to work through what's actually happening when really the more powerful part of us is like holding us back and gripping on for dear life to our old identity. I want to give you some practical ways we can reframe this though and how you can see it differently now so you can start to be kinder to yourself. So Imposter syndrome can actually be a really good thing. Why is that? Because if you're not experiencing imposter syndrome, I would argue that you aren't really pushing yourself to the next level enough. You are staying comfortable. You're comfortable and competent in what you were doing, which is fine. But we do, we're here to grow. Like, you know, staying in the same place is fucking boring. Let's be honest. So, If you're currently experiencing imposter syndrome, I just want to congratulate you because you are growing and you're pushing through and you're stepping up. You are inviting in a next level of your life, which requires a next level version of you. So just have a moment of celebration. I know it can feel really icky in the moment when you have these feelings, these thoughts coming up, but I want you to think about 
what does this actually mean? It means that I'm growing and really congratulate yourself on that and pushing your comfort zone because I think that's fucking incredible. And the next thing is how we communicate with ourselves during these moments of challenge, during these moments of feeling a bit wobbly in our identity. The way that I see it and being in this personal development world for a long time now, I've had many deaths of my identity and many rebirths. And so I actually invite them in now. It was not always like that. I really used to cling on to my old self and have those really vicious internal battles when I was moving through, when I didn't quite understand what was happening and I didn't feel that sense of internal connection of like, I always know I'm going to be okay because I've got my own back. When I was not in that space of being my own bestie, I was like, fuck, this is awful. And I just want to stay where I am because it's comfortable. So I want you to think about communicating with yourself in a different way now. How we communicate with ourselves actually really creates how we show up for others and how we show up in our lives. So if you think about when you very first started, maybe the role that you're in and your first day, what was coming up for you there? Did you roll into work and you were like, internally thinking, holy shit, this is going to be so hard. I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm not sure if I'm good enough at this. Everyone's going to think I'm stupid for asking these questions. And then with that internal dialogue, how did that create the way that you showed up? So did you come across as nervous? Were you like feeling panicky? Were you avoiding eye contact with people? And just reflect on that for a moment and think about now If we switch that up and you rocked in to work and you knew like, yes, I'm starting a new role today. I am feeling feelings of nervousness in my body, which is so normal. Oh my God. I still get nervous of things. Everybody gets nervous of things. And I think that's a really good healthy sign, but it's what we do with that nervous feeling that matters. And what if you were just saying to yourself, okay, although I'm nervous, I know I can handle this. I have done hard things before and I can do them again. I have started new roles before and I can start this again. I'm going to be open today. I'm going to be open to feedback. I'm going to really tune into that part of me that knows my power and really think about how you're speaking to yourself. So if you have something come up and you're not sure, instead of thinking, oh my goodness, I can't ask this question because I'm going to look like X, Y, Z. Just ask the fucking question and stop overthinking it. And if you are going round and round and round and round in your head and, you know, really lost down those thought paths of mental drama, then I want you to take a breath and just reset yourself. Like our breath is so powerful and I will do a whole nother episode on this. Um, But just creating that pause in the body. So taking a breath, resetting and directing your focus elsewhere can actually be really powerful. It does take practice, but just try being mindful of these things next time this comes up for you. What if next time your mind starts freaking out instead of 
going down that thought spiral and labeling it as bad and thinking like, oh my God, imposter syndrome, I've got it, I can't get rid of it. What if you got really curious and were like, "Mm, interesting, these thoughts are coming up. Where are these thoughts coming from? Mm, Is that really 100% the truth? And no, it's not. There's always another side to things. And start to build that evidence the other way. And do I really believe this about myself? 100%. No, you don't. Because there's always going to be a part of you that knows that you can do it. It's just about really growing and connecting to that part. How do we actually resolve this? Like if we really want to work through this, how do we do it? I've spoken a little bit about working with the subconscious mind to shift your identity internally, which then creates the change externally. But you also want to get rid of the parts within you that are conflicting. And by get rid of, I actually mean alchemize them. Really let them know that it's okay. So when I am working with clients, what happens a lot is when we work with the subconscious mind, we're really working at the root cause and by root cause, I mean the time when this belief or this thought or this emotion was actually conceptualized. And by doing that, instead of, you know, when you go to weed your garden, you're not just ripping the leaves off, you're actually getting the root out and ripping it out from the root. So that particular weed doesn't grow back in that particular spot. And we do the same when working with the subconscious. What I see though, is these parts. So this internal war happens. So imposter syndrome is a really great example of this. There's that bigger part that's like, hang on a minute, you can't do this. You're you're not enough. This is really scary. People are going to think that you're a fake, blah, blah, blah. And there's also this other underlying part of you that knows that you can do it. That's like, yes, you have got this girl. You've done the hard things. That encouraging part. Now, both of them go to war with each other when we're experiencing imposter syndrome. And often, you know, what's dominating is the part of us that is telling us we're the imposter. So with the work that I do, what what I do with my clients is we actually join and alchemize these parts. So we have this internal war happening and what we can do quite easily, it's a little bit of a cool process, but we actually allow these parts to alchemize and to join together so that instead of going round and round and feeling like you are a pinball in a pinball machine, you feel calm within, you feel aligned within, and you can actually just take steps forward and face challenges as they come instead of having this huge internal war, which is so exhausting. And especially if you're starting a new role, the last thing you want taking your energy is your mind and your the feelings in your body, right? You want your body and your mind to be aligned with your new journey. And this is why the inner work is so important. And I say that all the time, but it really, really is. Like it's a way to make your life more easeful. I'm not saying we're going to delete challenges from your life, but imagine if you could show up the way that you need to for yourself while you work through any challenge. It's fucking powerful. The next thing to really tackle this is being kind to yourself. And this is easier said than done. So if you have this unconscious internal warfare happening, 
what happens over time is our mind uses the path of least resistance. And if that pathway is you, whenever you are placed under any pressure, going straight to the I'm not good enough, I can't do this and beating yourself up. And then what that means is it's going to take a little bit more energy and work and intention to rewire another way, but it's absolutely, absolutely possible. So I want you to start to think about how you're talking to yourself and ask yourself, how can I speak to myself in a bit of a kinder way? And the next thing to really allow yourself to leap into your new identity is to really embody that as if I already am energy and ways of being. So whenever I'm about to make a big decision in my life, whenever I'm in a new environment, whenever I am faced with a challenge, I'm thinking about the woman that I want to become and acting as if she would. So thinking about, okay, how would this confident, calm, powerful version of me show up in this moment, in this time when this imposter syndrome is happening? Would she contract and recoil back into her old ways of not being seen, not speaking up and playing small? Or would she say, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And would she push through the discomfort and do the hard thing anyway? So think about who you're becoming, who you dream of becoming and start to really step into her and show up now as if you were her. And the next part is taking bold action. So thinking about and, and really tying into what I just mentioned, this version of you this powerful badass bitch, would she settle to just battling herself all the time or would she invest in herself, get the help she needs? Would she retract and not take opportunities because they feel scary or would she just fucking leap and grow her wings on the way down? So tune into that version of you and take that action that she would take. Because before you know it, you will have morphed and shifted and leveled up into this version of you. And you'll be looking back at the current version of you with so much love, so much gratitude for holding you through that, but also for wanting more for yourself. And it's okay to want more for yourself, more of yourself. And it's okay to expect more of yourself, but we also want to be compassionate along that journey. And it always ties back into having our own back, right? The intention is everything. If you are beating yourself up and thinking, I need to be this next level version of me, that's not the vibe that you want to come from. You want to come from that compassionate, kind place. Like, yes, I'm working on me and it is for me and it's going to really elevate my whole entire existence. And the final one I will go through is focus on yourself. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing and focus in your lane. So if you're starting your graduate program and you're experiencing imposter syndrome, where are you comparing yourself? Where are you looking around and thinking, oh my God, I'm not confident like them or I can't do that. I can't possibly do that in the way that they do it. Start to just put your blinders on, focus on yourself and in your own lane 
Because if you're always looking outside of yourself, you're going to trip up a hell of a lot and it's just going to make you miserable. Everybody is on their own individual journey. You cannot possibly compare yourself to somebody else. Everyone has had different experiences in their life. It has shaped their unconscious map of the world in such a different way. People talk to themselves differently. They have different beliefs. They have different mindsets. They have different focuses. They have different strengths and weaknesses to you. So bring your attention back to yourself and ask yourself empowering questions. How can I show up for myself? How can I have my own back here? What are the things that I can do to support me through this? Whether that is asking for help or whether that is doing the inner work and starting with some of these simple things so that you can start to shift in the way that you feel, but also the way that you show up. And I want to leave you with knowing that it's okay. It's okay to experience this. It's in fact, it's just a part of transitioning through your life. And the most important thing is that you come back to your self-belief. You actually back yourself in moving forwards and not let the mental patterns from your mind pull you back or hold you back any longer. I hope that this has helped you and given you some insight into your internal world. I would love to know what stood out for you. So feel free to slide into my DMs at any time at The Breakthrough Nurse on Instagram and mostly around Instagram, although I do have a Facebook page too. If you are really in that space where you're like, I just want to take control of my mind and my inner world, then reach out for a chat or you can book in your free mini session via the link in the bio. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have the most incredible rest of your day wherever you are in the world. And I will chat to you again really soon. Welcome to Bequeen Yourself, the podcast, conversations to grow, serve and inspire you on the journey to becoming the queen of your mind and your life. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyer, founder of The Breakthrough Nurse, registered nurse, master mindset coach and dog mom. I help my clients, nurses, healers and empaths just like you go from burnt out, feeling unworthy, carrying and believing their limiting beliefs to feeling like the queen they are. I am so excited that you're here. Let's get stuck in.